Welcome to episode 162 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about shadow and bone, darkness and light. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and Grisha expert of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, we have a fantastic program planned today. There's some new things on Netflix that I'm totally interested in talking about. Mm-hmm. But first, there's but something first, I need to bring up. There's more. Yes, but first, there's more. <laughs> like they say in all those... No. Anyway, um, you know, I have a little bit of issues with anxiety. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And do you know what's not helping it? What? Um, uh, over the weekend of May the, the 8th is kind of the first day that this could, could, could impact people. Mm-hmm. It's possible a spaceship will just fall out of the air and kill a bunch of people. No big deal or anything. Anyway, moving on. It's not always a risk whenever there's a... No. Are they launching over land? No, they already launched. So China's space program, they launched a rocket with like not a big plan on reentry. And they're like, yeah, it's going to come down somewhere. Come down somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't know. That's great. Yeah, At least yeah. you'll probably so, see it hmm? before you die. So <laughs> the the experts, because I've, I've, I've read a couple articles on it, because I'm like, well, that's terrifying. Um, they'll know within a couple hours about where it's going to be. So they'll be able to evacuate as best they can. It could come down as early. Evacuate? What the crap? Yeah, it's a full spaceship falling from space. Again, not a real big reentry plan from China. What if it's like New York? What are they going to do? Funny that you should say, uh, because based on the trajectory, it could either be New York or I think even LA is in the path of, of like could be. <laughs> God is really trying to say something Right? Here. What in the name of God's judgment <laughs> is going on? Spaceships are falling from the sky, and I'm not claiming this is a sign of the end times. No, it is not. Danny's going to sip his thing like he does. That's a long sip. Hey, but, you know, I think there's something to be said about New York and L.A. That's really mean. I would not want that to happen. That would be bad. That would be really bad. Yeah, so, you know. But it's going to be over America? No, they, they don't know. It could fall as early as... As early as Saturday. Let's just hope that somehow, by percentage, ultimately, it will uh, probably fall in the ocean, is uh, the majority. So, the weirdest part about this, you know, as if it's not already really weird, uh, this isn't the first time this has happened. So, they had another case where, like, parts of their spaceship were just coming down from space, and it, it, it hit the Ivory Coast a little bit, did, like, a lot of damage, that kind of stuff. So, this isn't even, like, the first time. What is the Ivory have, Coast? Uh, I think that's in, ooh, I want to say West Africa. Okay, um, that's, that's right. Yeah. 
I think that's correct. But yeah, it uh, it damaged a whole a whole bunch of buildings. Yep, West Africa. Sorry, oh. uh, a Cote d'Ivoire. Um, I didn't but know that it damaged a whole bunch of buildings. That kind of stuff, just because it wasn't so, big pieces. Like, but well, how is how is this happening? And why it, was it China before too? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing for them. And also, how are they allowed to just let that happen? Well, or is I, it on so accident? Like, is it on accident? Hmm. Well, I mean. Was COVID on accident? <laughs> Is it on I'm accident? I'm just kidding. I'm not believe that. Because they essentially pulled an Ocean's 12 where they got the plan to get in, but then ceased to have a plan to get out. And they're like, nah, success. We're going to be fine. <laughs> so, like, yeah. they just... It, is it on accident? Like, I don't know. It's that kind of a middle ground. I think it's just negligent. So, when is it supposed to, like, hit? As early as Saturday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. They don't super know, and that's kind of the problem. Is like, oh, it could be anywhere. Hopefully, yeah. it's in the sea. It could be over New York, though. And But, but I was thinking through. It's like, so why didn't anyone stop them? I'm like, how do you stop someone from launching their own space program? You know what we would need in order to stop something that could affect all countries? A space force. No, I was going to say a universal government, but... No, space (laughs) force. Space force. It's time that we take this battle to the skies. (laughs) Pew, pew! So here right. we do. we send up four rockets into the general vicinity mm-hmm. in a square formation. We have a giant net mm-hmm. spread across all of those rockets. It <laughs> just, flies up into the just sky, a big net that you're... and catches them. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: once they're up there, no, we actually don't, don't have a plan for reentry. So think, now we have five rockets you know in the sky. I work. because <laughs> I, I, I was thinking is like so so you can kind of do military sanctions or not not military but like governmental sanctions. You could do that absolutely, uh, but like the those aren't enforceable. Mm-hmm. Like, the UN's not real, I'll just say. <laughs> like, they agree on things. Nothing that happens in the UN is any way contractually binding the UN binding basically at all. like, hey, we'll be somewhat civil. That's all it is. But, like, none of it's binding. Right. So, like, you can agree to anything and then bring it back to the president. The president's like, well, we ain't doing that crap. Like... I mean, I mean that none of it's binding. So, like, mm-hmm. what are they gonna do? UN inspectors, are like, hey, are, are are you guys trying to go into space again? A lot of people died last time, and they can be standing in front of a rocket about to take off and go, nope, and like, okay, <laughs> gotta take your word for it. Um, so, like, then do you do a do do you? And because I was thinking through this, and this is a ridiculous kind of thought I had. Do you do a military intervention to stop someone from having a space program? And how messed up is that? Yeah. Because it's almost like space programs are almost like cute in a way. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like sad. Like mm-hmm. you're like taking away China's toys. Well, so so part of it is they're barred from the ISS. So so at some point they just say like, fine, then I'm going to make my own space station. And so that's part of the thing they're trying to do is get all the pieces up there to make their own space station. But like the reentry plan, kind of problematic, yeah. right? So anyway, that's kind of like messing with my anxiety a bit. Of like, hmm, I could just like as far as 
Elon Musk's over here just landing rockets. Right, right. <laughs> but like, you know, automatically, you know, they're taking off and landing on their own. He's actually come pretty close. Did he do it? What, landing on their own? Yeah. Yeah, they can, they've been landing on their own for a while now. No, I mean, but like upright? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they like exploded. No, it's been the manned rockets. Yes. For like Fact two years that. now, he's been doing I that. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, it is. There's been literally, not two years, but like a year, he's been doing that. Maybe not a year, because COVID started happening around this time. Huh. All right. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought it was They do it recent. on ships. Yeah. Well, either way, that's pretty cool, so. Yeah, he's just... In, in China's taller. like, we don't know how come down, except fast. <laughs> Thanks, China. I was about to make a really bad joke. (laughs) They know how to invent fireworks, which don't come down. This podcast is definitely banned in China. Like, there's no way it's making it through the Great Firewall of China. So, uh, thank you for all that you've given us for the past year or so. Like, how much things do you have to, like, just so wildly screw up before someone says, like, hey, stop. Mm -hmm. Like... Stop! You you released a pandemic due to negligence, you know. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, and, yeah. and then tried to say it's because a dude ate a bat. <laughs> like, no, he didn't. <laughs> like, there have been people who have escaped out of there that have come out and said like, no, nah, it was at that lab. They yeah, someone walked out with it or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh! So there's a lot of negligence that I feel is detrimental to the health of the world. But if I we just, if we haven't clarified this already, I feel like we should. Me and Danny are not talking about Chinese people. <laughs> okay. We are talking about the CCP. China government. Okay. Right. Just clear that up. Just because people love to you know. No, I'm talking about the negligent Chinese government who seems yes. bent on destroying the world, but like one spaceship at a time. Uh, one spaceship at a one time. One spaceship at a time. So, and it can be really difficult if, if kind of like things are just falling from the sky and getting progressively darker in the world. Mm-hmm. Speaking of darkness, there's a new show out on Netflix that I had I do. Is that fine? I, I was going to let you have okay. it, and then Thank you, you, you ended it. it yourself. No, it's fine. I just I I knew you wanted to kill it, so I wanted to help you out. Um, it's fun. No, but to I... Kill your transitions? Mm, no, I was going to try it again. Through them? There's, like this? There's and, a... There, you know, there's transitions that you like to do, and... Please and I like to talk to them. Oh, okay. So there's a new TV program out on Netflix called Sh- Shadow and Bone. It's based off a few books by author Lalea Bardugo. I, and there's no way I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's Leia or not Lay? Sorry, my screen is not that bright and I'm old. Yeah, Bardugo. That was actually the part I was more worried about. But Bardugo. I the first name. That's Bardugo. a cool last name. It really is. That's fun to say. Uh, Bardugo. It, it, it's a collection Bardugo. of young adult books that are are about this uh, girl named Alina who realizes that she has special powers. I'm really not explaining that great. But it comes in the midst of a time that there's this darkness that's been birthed that has caused a division in a nation. And they're trying to... In, to, to to have the darkness go away, and it's mm-hmm. only it, 
it's and by darkness Danny means literally like literal of darkness yeah not like some kind of a dark cloud but almost but darker uh is it separating two lands that's what they made it sound like because they sound like you couldn't travel to the other place without having to go through the darkness you you can go around but it takes like seven days and because they're in the middle of a war, because the town, the town, the country is at war, uh, the seven-day journey is is it, it, through enemy territory mm. is very painful. So this a dark, um, it, it's it's called the fold, and it occurs in the middle of the country, kind of splits it in half. Um, and it was created by a dark ling who was mad towards power who angered the king king told him no and he said fine i'm going to take my toys and go and and he created the fold and they haven't been able to come out of it or or get out of it or bring it down until the uh kind of the fabled sun summoner has um a come and keeps the powers in mm-hmm. In her to be able to bring it down, or so they think, and uh, it's it's sun this girl summoner. named Alina who they find out is the Sun Summoner, who she didn't even know herself, and it's about her, her journey to understanding the giftings that she holds while still keeping track of her old pals in the non-powered world. Yeah. It's the a very, regular people. I'm not explaining it great, but man, I'm I'm about uh, I think I'm halfway through the show, and I bought the books, and I'm just like plowing through them. Mm-hmm. It is a phenomenal story, in especially in in the books, and it's oh, it's just fantastic. And there's a um, the author started off. They created the story of a of Alina. It's uh, three books, mm-hmm. and then went back and added additional stories about some other groups of people and it's just building this world of things that are going on based on um these people called the grisha that they they uh, they have specific powers kind of it's yeah. kind of close to avatar a little bit uh there are a couple couple differences but kind of avatar there's different benders essentially right um that can do different things there's fire water air um there's those that can mess with people's well, their heart and their mind in the process, and people that can create a material out of other kind of material, and then there's a darkling and one sun s- s- summoner. So it it's really interesting. And Caleb and I have gone through an episode. So Caleb, what did you think about it? I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't read any of the books like mm-hmm. Danny has, so I was going into it kind of blind. Mm-hmm. But it is good, and and I really, I was kind of confused at first, Mm -hmm. but it definitely got better and became Mm -hmm. more interesting, because it's just, I mean, anytime you watch the first episode of a show, it's just going to be confusing. Yeah. But it's, especially in in a a kind of a program that's based off of a collection of books that the world is very fleshed out. Yeah, and that was what it kind of seemed like. Yeah. Was like, you know, maybe they could have done a better job at mm-hmm. explaining because it just kind of felt like they were assuming I knew a lot of things. Right. But other than that, because I had Danny to explain a lot of it, I thought it was great once I got to. Because I'm nerding out on these books right mm-hmm. now. Um, 
Well, you, so you had actually asked a good question in there. It's like, so who are they at war with? And I was like, you know, they never really told us why. Like, they're just at, that's the thing yeah. they do. They've been at war for 100 years. So uh, yeah. they never really explained what the war is about other than we want your land. But right. um, I mean, they, there there were a couple of things that kind of stood out to me as is pretty cool. In 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 the first few episodes, there's a uh, the B. I'm I'm calling it the B plot. It's not the B plot, but the B plot of uh, it's a guy named Kaz and a few other people. They're kind of the they're trying to find the son's summoner to bring her back to just get a lot of money, um, because she's very important. And they're like, we can make money off of that. Mm-hmm. And so dope. But they're a great group of characters that their story gets brought out a bit more. And I'm thinking. They're doing this thing between the Darkling, kind of contrasting the the person that brings out the darkness, because he's good, allegedly, mm-hmm. and uh, Kaz, that is um, kind of coming off as he's trying to kidnap the good guy. Right. I think that they're doing a misdirect, uh, that the dark guy is, um, I think he's going to end up being the bad guy in this. You and think that, so? Yeah, absolutely. And that Kaz is actually not as bad of a person as they make him out to be, even though his character is like crazy, um, menacing the whole time. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem too menacing. He seemed like a guy just trying to, mm-hmm. just trying to make his way mm-hmm. downtown, walking fast. <laughs> but but he's doing it by trying to manipulate everybody around him, and you Aren't know, kind all? of. Can, no, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he does seem kind of menacing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of thought he was a tad charming at the same time. Maybe there's right. something wrong with me. No, but. no, I mean he's absolutely charming and also menacing. Mm-hmm. He's he's, and that's partially the thing I think that they're doing. And and the dark Ling guy is incredibly charming. And comes off as, I'm just trying to help the world finally win the war. Uh, but he's playing around in darkness. And Was I, he in the first episode? His feet were. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't remember this guy that you're talking about. So in episode two, as they're trying to get Alina to train with the magical people, she almost gets kidnapped. And he ends up popping in and he cuts a person in half with dark power. Or Again, when I say it... It sounds really dumb. You know, he could have person have a dark power. I'm saying it horribly, and I don't know how to say it better. The show and the story are fantastic, and I feel like I'm not doing it justice at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did he did cut a person in half. Yeah. So he has a lot of dark nice. issues and anger in him. Mm. Um, and that leads me to think they're trying to do a misdirect on hey who's the actual bad guy here? I'm gonna laugh if you're wrong it's gonna be hilarious I'm usually, it wouldn't be the first time you're wrong on the podcast <laughs> I'm usually not about these kind of things though mm-hmm. not about the I, I tend to be pretty good you at this you take pride huh I do I do take pride in this he's a misdirect interesting I mean my actual theory is he's the guy who brought on the fold even though they're like it was his great grandfather I'm like nah it was him oh he's related to the guy yes oh yeah but I actually think it was him. Anyway, but... Um, How long has the fold been there? A hundred-ish years. How old is the guy that you think opened it? How old does he look? 
I should say. Uh, he looks about 30. Oh. Yeah. But the dark power renews his age. You're not far off. Um, <laughs> the use of power brings them rejuvenation. Oh. Yeah. So That's nice. Not only do they you live get longer, cool yeah. powers, <laughs> yeah. you're just better than the other people. You just are. So that's actually a big part of the story and, and and even in the books they get into is is this idea of classism is very prevalent all throughout this because um, the the normal people, they, they hate the Grisha, the people that have the powers. They hate them. They can't stand them. Uh, and the Grisha think they're better than all the other people. They, they have their own tents, their own food. Mm-hmm. They're very elitist. And this is part of the appeal of Alina that coming out of this peasant background, peasant orphan, um, and getting brought up to be a Grisha, even though they tend to spot them around eight. Um, the, it, it's, it's this conflict of, this is a person that all they understand is being a peasant and being an orphan right. that is now thrust into a, a world they don't belong in. And kind of the juxtaposition of that is actually a really big part of the story. Yeah. Uh, that I, I actually think is really important is cool. and, and good to kind of think through these things of, am I just because I'm, I'm, I, I have different abilities. Does that make me better than another person? And just the, way that people treat other people becomes a really important theme all throughout this. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. See, and, and I, I appreciate when stories do this, that they get people to think about things without cramming the message down their throat or being preachy about it. Do you, mm-hmm. uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. For I sure. mean, you know, like black Panther, black Panther definitely made a few political statements in there and got people to think but it never f- f- felt as if they were trying to preach at the audience they were compelling telling a compelling story that was understandable and connectable and that made people think in the process mm-hmm. and this is doing the same thing especially towards classism and darkness and and light and all that yes it's getting people to think about the way they treat others of kind of a different class which becomes really important right i think there's just a difference between you know shoving it down someone's throat mm-hmm like you're saying, and then actually mm-hmm. weaving it into the story. Right. Um, and I think the best way to do that is just to like make it feel natural, like it's just already part of the world. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I think that that's, that's great. I mean, mm-hmm. because, I mean, especially, I mean, we can e- even view it, you know, sure, you can view it as race, but, I mean, it also just makes me think about... Um, you know, Christians mm-hmm. and how we oftentimes it's easy for us to like feel like we're better than people who aren't saved in a way. Right. Um, which is just so backwards because we didn't have anything to do with us being saved right. in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Um, and so like, yeah, it's just so easy to mm-hmm. slip into that, that mindset of, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm better than you. Yeah. You know, when, when in reality, you know, Jesus is the one who we should be boasting in. Right. Not, and, right. And, and then inviting those people into it. Right. You know? 
James too, and I I only know it's kind of funny we that you brought this up. Well, we've been prepping Bible studies on James two that talks about like don't show favoritism, mm-hmm. um, and and kind of walks through that that there's a, uh, James two one through thirteen kind of breaks down of kind of the first chunk is is just judging other people because of their appearance, uh, and then judging people because of their f- financial standards, and then. Um, uh, judging other people based on, um, oh, what was the third one? I am so sorry. Uh, judging a person w- w- on whether or not they are a criminal or not, and then and then in thirteen, it 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 tells that f- f- for judgment is without mercy to one that has to one that has shown no mercy and mercy triumphs over judgment and right. and and the entire point of this i think is that by the time that you get to 13 um you're supposed to go back and understand it of as 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 kind of the context of okay i'm a lawbreaker mm-hmm. so if i can't if i'm going to judge people based on whether they're a lawbreaker or not I've gotten a mercy that I need to understand is a mercy and then mm-hmm. go back to um, okay I'm poor uh, and and I'm not going to judge people based on if they're poor or rich because in Christ or or before Christ I was absolutely poor and destitute mm-hmm. and it's only in Christ that I'm able to be rich right and then going back to judging a person based on appearance well our appearance before christ was can decrepit marred by the effects of sin and in christ is is given to perfection but it's it's this idea of um, mercy and 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 that's our standard is to give others a mercy and grace instead of to give them judgment yeah i mean and even tying this back into like shadow and bone Mm mm-hmm I mean, it's just so interesting, and even just you know, once again in our lives, you know, mm-hmm. these these gifted people are mm-hmm. are judging, um, you know, regular people because right. they don't have powers when when they didn't actually do anything; they were just born right. with it, you right. know, which is cool. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but that just because you were born with some special ability doesn't mean doesn't mean that you have to automatically segregate, but that is Mm -hmm. what our flesh wants. Right. And it is, it's just natural for the sin in this world to want to separate, um, things that are, that look different, um, that feel different. And, and it's interesting because I think, I think we are better together. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the Bible talks a lot about that. Mm -hmm. That, these different backgrounds, these these mm-hmm. things that change um, our perspectives, mm-hmm. often give us a better advantage to you know share the gospel and mm-hmm. and to minister to people because you're able to reach so many different people walking mm-hmm. through different things in life and um and so it's it's just so interesting that that's what yeah. sin wants to tear apart. Right. Well, and it kind of gets into the worth of a person you know like what is the worth of a 
of of a person and i think a lot of people tend to define that by things they can either do or or, or to be honest things they can do for me is how all mm-hmm. of us tend to define it and if that's our standard then of of course we're going to start to class people and say like well this you know they can do more for me than they can so they're more important and that is the opposite of the thing the gospel actually is because we could do nothing to help Christ, mm-hmm. and Christ gave everything to help us. And so, right. um, even if I mean our our differences in in ability and our uh, our 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 the things all all of us are able to offer mm-hmm. in comparison to Christ are essentially nothing. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's the part I think we as all of us are trying to class people and kind of go, well, this is a VIP guest and this is yeah, a yeah. very VIP guest, um, we lose a lot of and it's track su- of the gospel. It's such a fine line because with you even bringing up that, you know, like what can you bring to the table mm-hmm. is is just Nothing. such a worldly question. Right. And it's kind of scary to see how that, you know, has bled into mm-hmm. um, churches in a way right. and into Christianity because... right. Because although we we might say, um, you know, we we value people who can can do stuff, and I think mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, as long as you understand. I mean, a you as the person providing your skill set, whatever you're doing in mm-hmm. life, um, you have to you have to acknowledge that you can't do that without Christ, because mm-hmm. you can't, mm-hmm. you genuinely can't. Um, and then also, the, then like the employer, I guess, you know, as, as churches nowadays, mm-hmm. like that's where I'm saying we, we've often bring in right. this business yeah. mindset where it's so difficult because then it's, it's hard for us for at like the church. And I'm right. sure you, you're more on the side of this than I am at all. I'm not even on this at all, but where you're hiring people and mm-hmm. you have to look at people and, and it takes, I'm sure a bit of trust in God if you're doing it right to know that like, Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, like I can't purely judge this person based on their work ethic. Like I need to judge them on their relationship with Christ and how much they lean on him. So for, for, for hiring a person that you actually take it into account both because you're not going to hire a person who's unqualified to the job. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's not a way to hire someone. I mean, do you know what I mean? If in if the sky opens up, a dove comes down f- from heaven and says, "Hire Gary," then yeah, okay, yeah, then I'll hire Gary. But you do need to be good stewards of the thing by hiring qualified people. But also, you do have to ask, um, "Are you how how are you in Jesus?" Because uh, mm-hmm. if 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 they're they can't pour out of an empty cup essentially right um the 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 place that you know classism i've watched them most of it occur and this is in other churches it's not actually churches i've been at um is 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 in giving uh, you know there, there are churches i'm thinking of that they have a special v- 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 vip entrance and and the first time i heard that i thought it was a um you know kind of a kitschy is like well because we're all vips kind of a thing no no it's a vip entrance yeah and i'm like what find find that point in the bible where you think that's okay where that any part of that that comes out as okay or um the times that uh 
and and gosh, this has happened to me a couple of times that I've been passed over for any kind of attention consideration or anything because I'm not a a big donor at a thing. Um, those kind of donor type parties, I think, are you can so easily f- fall into the trap of James too, of of like sh- showing favoritism to people because they're rich. Um, there was a Hmm, hold on. Am I allowed to tell the story? Yeah, we're going to go for it. Enough time's gone by. Uh, there, oh gosh. there was a mission trip. I was <laughs> a, uh, I, I, I was on as an adult. You know, it was a teen trip. And um, we were told that a person in our group, that their dad was a, a donor and a board member. And the uh, boss of the company came by and told us very specifically, hey, so this person's dad is a donor and a board member, and I really want her to have a good trip. <laughs> huh? Like, oh, sorry, that's not on me. Like, yeah. you, in no uncertain terms, tell me the thing you want me to do. Um, and that's there mm-hmm. were some issues in that uh, that we had to then take into account. Is this worth trying to fight this battle because dad's a donor? And yeah. we, we had a real struggle in that because, I mean, that that was actually in my quiet time that morning I was reading James 2. And, and I was like, you can't have this type of classism based on a person's ability to give you money because that's so antithetical mm-hmm. to the gospel. And even just feeding into just appearance, you know, mm-hmm. that's all it is. Right. And I mean, me and Danny both come from a church where... Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't feel any uh, hard feelings sharing this. Where I, I walked in one Sunday and um, there was a guest pastor in town preaching, and and the pastor of our church came up to all mm-hmm. the youth section and said, "Hey, only the people who are actually, you know, going to look fired up and and be worshiping should sit on the front two rows." And so I was like, "Okay, hmm, interesting." And and so like stuff like that. Where, wow, I just blew Danny's mind. <laughs> I don't know where we're going there. Um, um, but stuff like that where it's just so backwards to like, right. you're just feeding it an appearance right. for what? You right. know, like it's, it's you know, people people might worship different. People might, um, you know, like like you said, you shouldn't cater towards right. um, these things that don't even really matter. And, and mm-hmm. the spirit is going to move how he's going to move. Right. And it just shows a lack of trust. It's almost a slap in the face of God because you don't trust him mm-hmm. with the things that he's, you know, provided and, yeah. and trust him that he will take mm-hmm. over your appearance, whether it means you look good or bad in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, there, there, there comes a point where, for, for the sake of the gospel, the P and L statement is gonna look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I do think there, the you need. I don't know. I, I'm still trying to flesh out this thought too. We, this, we're so far off our notes, yeah. but we're just <laughs> we going are. for it anyway. Um, there. There comes a point where I think you have to be willing to bet the farm to do the thing that God called you to do, mm-hmm. um, and and especially in in the financial things, I have found it 
a better practice to hold those not so tight. Uh, because if I'm just just carrying it as, hey, this is a, a gift and a tool God gave me to accomplish the means that God has set before me, mm-hmm. then I'm able to not create an idol out of it. But if I'm only trying to clutch the pearls and, and, and hide them to the chest as close as I can and go, you know, yeah. um, then, <laughs> then, then that's just an idol and God will deal with idols how God deals with idols. Mm-hmm. They don't get to stay. In yeah. one way or another, the idol will be destroyed. Right. Um, and it's better to hand them to God instead of to have God snatch them from your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so, but, but I'm also not trying to say just be irresponsible in, in, in financial dealings and that kind of thing. Absolutely not. No. I think it all has to depend on mm-hmm. what you think God is calling you to do. And, mm-hmm. and part of this, you know, you you just have to trust. We as Christians just need to trust God in the sense that mm-hmm. you need to trust him, whatever that looks like he's calling you to in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when other Christians are looking in on that, if it's whatever it is, we just need to, as Christians <clears throat> looking at that, um, not judge them. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a whole, it, it really is why the Bible is applied to all Christians mm-hmm. <laughs> in the sense that, um, you know, we, we really just need to stop being pesky and, right. and trust God with right. everything. And it, it sounds really, you know, easy to say. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's not. No. Yeah, that, that's been the most difficult part is like, you to, and and again, I I I think if I'm trying to grasp all the things and hold on to them, then I'm not trusting. But if I'm just kind of keeping them and understanding their their order, you know that this isn't it's not above God. It's it's it, it it's from the outflow of God that things get a little easier about um, mm-hmm. being able to not create idols out of them. So right. Um. I, I, Another like big theme of sh- shadow and bone that I really w- want to get into it was this uh, dichotomy between dark and l- 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 and the light mm-hmm. that is huge important to the whole thing. Yeah, uh, and 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 to I mean you know I got the pastor background so every time I'll just be going through the stuff be like that that I can use that what's up uh, yeah like that'll preach let's go light dark oh uh, like. Well, and it's it's so clearly obvious yeah. they're dealing with a literal problem of darkness that only the yeah. light can chase out. I'm like, I don't even gotta preach, you know, like yeah. y'all doing it for me. I <laughs> right. I just got a hype man in the back. I amen. I said amen, you know. Um Yeah. But in uh in first f- f- John one one through five, and I I, I appreciate John a ton because John does this all throughout the Gospels and in First John and Second John and Third John, uh, that there's this dichotomy between dark and l- 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 and the light mm-hmm. that becomes very crucial to to John's theology. So John one one through five, Caleb, do you want to give that a read for us? Yeah. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So so probably one of my favorite parts of the Bible is that part there in verse 5 where the, l- the light sh- shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. I mm-hmm. There's something very poetic and beautiful about that that I've always appreciated and enjoyed yeah. because w- the, it's it's this age-old struggle that John is putting out between good and evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but it's also putting in perspective of an evil literally doesn't stand a chance. Right. Um because during the time there was nothing, there was God. Yeah. And 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 that is a sentence I think as Christians we tend to take a little bit for granted like when there was nothing there was still God. Mm-hmm. Uh because we, even thinking that we try and put God in a thing to contain him and you cannot. Right. So I mean, I've tried to picture, like, so God's just, like, floating before he made the throne. Like, no, because he's not floating anywhere. Mm-hmm. That would imply there was a thing containing God. You know, like, yeah. so 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 to have birthed out all of he creation. He is existence. He, yeah, he is. <laughs> and that's the part that gets really difficult to think about. Because <laughs> you can't comprehend mm-hmm. it. And you literally can't. And the question kids ask, like, but where is he? And the answer is like, yes. He is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but that the light sh- shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Yeah. Um, no matter the amount of darkness that it comes off this world has, darkness isn't winning. Yeah. And I, I think it's so cool <laughs> that. God created, you know, just mm-hmm. scientifically mm-hmm. with law of how light works, mm-hmm. has just created an image of who he is and how he operates in mm-hmm. in the world. And it's so it's just so cool to look at this light that's hitting us now and and to know that there is no darkness because of it. Mm-hmm. And that's just a law of nature. And, mm-hmm. and that God has created that, and that mimics his character mm-hmm. and who he is, is just so cool to me as yeah. well. Yeah, that not only is it just like poetry that John is writing, mm-hmm. you know, sure, but it's also just poetic that mm-hmm. God created it in a sure. way. Sure, but I also I also appreciate that it doesn't just stop at the poetry of it. Although the poetry and kind of the symbolism are beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, it, it keep it it actually applies to our day to day. Right. Of yeah, I mean I've I've had times, and I'm I'm positive that you've had times too. That it's it's been you know, not peer pressure, but I've w- wanted to like cheat on things because people are cheating on things, or just right. if if they're going to be a turd, then I'm going to also be a turd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and in especially in sh- 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 Shadow and Bone, there's this idea of do you pick up the w- 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 the w- weapon of the enemy to fight the enemy, right. um, and you can't actually do that mm-hmm. uh that that's a big point in 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 the story of sh- sh- shadow and bone that the darkness can't actually drive out the darkness only the light can mm-hmm. and i can't yeah. pick up 
the tools of darkness, um, you, you know, cheating, murder, lying, stealing, just because the world is dark mm-hmm. and expect it to get any better. Because ultimately the thing that happens mm-hmm. when we do wield those things in our life mm-hmm. is we become conformed to the world. Mm-hmm. We look more like the world. Right. You can't. Like you said, right. you said it perfectly. You cannot use right. things that are from darkness right. to combat it. But like, boy, isn't it tempting? Like, mm-hmm. it's incredibly tempting. Like, well, why not? Everyone else is doing it. Why shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, that was the thing. Even I struggled through, you know, for like a few different things. It's like, why should I? Why am I putting in all the effort and everyone else stopped trying a while ago um, right. to, to like, to be pure clean you know that kind of thing and then it didn't amount to anything um right whereas other people are screwing up all all over the place and mm-hmm. th- they seem to be doing fine and 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 it was kind of this idea of like that's not the point right um the point that's isn't right. that y- you're if i do this then god will bless me because that's just workspace with extra steps um but mm-hmm. but that you're doing this because God is good and they right. have scars that I don't. And it's going to seem crazy unless mm-hmm. you're focusing on him. Mm-hmm. Because the moment we, we start to feel that way and the moment I start to feel that mm-hmm. way and look at people, you know, <clears throat> yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. whether it's not being pure, whether it's right, um, anything that just bleeds into your life that There's the moment you focus I'd on really those, like to punch <laughs> yeah but when you focus on those things your your sight of what success actually your definition of success mm-hmm. changes right. from what it actually is right that you start to see the the temporary things of pleasure as more valuable than the goodness of god and him mm-hmm. doing work in his kingdom mm-hmm. and, and it it's because it feels good right mm-hmm. those things do Right. Bring us pleasure, right? They do, but nothing right. like temporary. Pleasure. Yeah, it's very yeah. temporary. Um, but nothing <laughs> like what a... Jesus brings us, you know. And in the moment we look at those and stare at them mm-hmm. and take our eyes off Him, mm-hmm. yeah, you just lose sight mm-hmm. of that so easily. I think a, a good amount of the teaching that people have gotten, especially like growing up, is is to just say like, and it's not good for you. Don't think about it. And I, I don't know. I just don't think that's fair. Um, you have to acknowledge that, hey, this is why this is appealing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes off as appealing because of this. Now, right. here's why it fails. Um, and, and to be open and honest about that. Or, I mean, Eve, even Christ did this. He said that you have heard it said, but I say, and kind of contrasted the the kind of the moralistic teachings and um, expounded on them in in the Sermon on the Mount. He said, I, I know that you've heard it said this, but hey, let's actually take it another step. That mm-hmm. like, this is the actual standard uh, is, is perfection in me. Right. Um, and, and I don't know, people that preach is like, well, because sin's not really that fun. It's incredibly fun. Yeah. Like it's, right. it's so much fun. It'll ruin your life. Like that's how fun it is. Um, it's so interesting. I, I have to imagine like how standing, standing there listening to Jesus, mm-hmm. um, you know, preaching the Sermon right. on the Mount. Right. And, and he's saying all of these things completely changing the game. Right. And then 
for them, don't even have for us, thoughts in your heart. For us, we else. have the whole Bible to look at, and mm-hmm. we can we can make sense of what he's saying right mm-hmm. then. But they like they didn't happen immediately. Yeah. So how scary that yeah. must have been! You're like, wow, I just yeah, I am. Well, uh, well, he's kind of going to hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I mean, that's part of the Sermon on the Mount is mm-hmm. the the standard of of holiness is so unattainable on our own. I think that right. was the thing he was trying to get at. Is like, all right, I know you've never murdered anyone, but have you had an angry thought in your heart? I mean, the problem isn't the action of murder. Mm-hmm. It's the darkness that appeared in a person's heart. Right. And I can't get the darkness out by adding a different kind of darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, these are the problems I have on people closer to, or not people, because they're not real, but the Punisher. Um, <laughs> you... Uh, y- at some point, you have to acknowledge he's not really helping. Right. I'm killing murderers. You're just a murderer. I mean, there there is a point where mm-hmm. you're trying to fix the darkness by adding more darkness. Right. Or just a different darkness or a parallel darkness or something. Uh, and, and I think that is not the the ideal especially in christianity to people that go like ah he's that's my hero is the punisher or 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 this person that does terrible things you know this is the problem i have uh with a, a deadpool is, is is that as a character deadpool is very appealing to me and i think he's very appealing to me for all the wrong reasons mm-hmm. of of you know no accountability just does the thing he has to do creates his own path and all this and I'm like I like that and that is the most dangerous place for me to be personally right uh that I <laughs> I have to be cautious of trying to idolize like you know Deadpool or those people that just go chaotic even if it's to accomplish a, a good thing mm-hmm. only because they're doing it through a means of of darkness to be honest right and to really just you mm-hmm. know churchify that mm-hmm. it it's because the only thing that actually genuinely helps in this world is Jesus, mm-hmm. and I mm, is it the light. hurts me to say that, yeah, especially within the the context right. of Deadpool. <laughs> but oh, um, but because we look at the Punisher, we look at Deadpool. They're murdering, mm-hmm. they're killing. Um, Daredevil's at least Catholic. sure. Like, if from the worldly standard of things are good, of people that aren't dying, mm-hmm. um, that's great. But from our standard, mm-hmm. you know, we're already dead and mm-hmm. we bring life in a new way through Jesus. And so mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's, it's mm-hmm. so, it's so just backwards from everything the world right. believes. Right. And that's, yeah, I mean, it's hard. That's what right. makes it so hard. Right. You know, I was, I was thinking about something close to this today of, um, I mean, a bad thing had happened to a friend of mine, and to be honest, I want. I was thinking like, I we should get revenge on that, and mm-hmm. and then I was I was thinking through like, okay, hold on, so so let's just process this a bit. If I go hurt this person because they hurt this person, now they're going to come hurt me, or or a person's going to come in and hurt me because I hurt them, and right. then someone's going to go and hurt them because they hurt me and someone's going to go hurt that person that person it just pain begets pain begets pain right and and i think that's part of the thing it's that that john talks about all throughout the gospels of 
the the light is chasing out the darkness Mm -hmm. because it appeals to our flesh but in the end it's just pain begetting pain darkness begetting a a darkness to break the chain um you bring in the 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 light of god Mm -hmm. with grace mercy and forgiveness even though it is so clearly not earned or not deserved that you don't push that against another person even though you have every right and reasonable expectation to that the the pattern changes because it's appealed to a thing that's greater than us right and and we don't we don't get it unless we see it you know mm-hmm. that the light changes changes mm-hmm. what you know everything that mm-hmm. we see and because because the light i'm just trying to verbally process here too it for me at least mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure people can relate i i don't view um things through a gospel lens unless i'm focused on god mm-hmm. and and so you can't you can't make things you can't view things in a gospel mannered way if you haven't seen the light mm-hmm. you know so that, that's why it's it's so important to like you're saying that's mm-hmm. why it changes things is mm-hmm. because the moment it enters the scene and and just for the way the law scientific law works with light it it automatically scatters the mm-hmm. darkness like it, it's gonna something is going to happen when light interacts with darkness and it's mm-hmm. never going to be darkness overcoming the light, like right. he says. Right. It's always going to be the light overcoming right. the darkness. And, and I think that's probably our most profound kind of a fear that all of us face as Christians is that we turn on the news, we scroll through Facebook, any of that, mm-hmm. and think that darkness has won. I think mm-hmm. that's our, our profound fear and our our, our hesitance to, um, to, to come out of the darkness is kind of the fear that it's already hopeless anyway right but all throughout scripture from beginning to end is this idea that no god's over it all and the darkness will not prevail period uh and to view things through that type of a hope even Mm -hmm. if i don't understand or know the outcome uh, i'm able to this is a crude wording of it give it a try because Mm -hmm. i know that god is more faithful than my ability to understand right that's great and i and i think i mean like you're talking about like what i'm talking about where are those things what are you looking at you know in life where where are you putting your hope in what do you Mm -hmm. and and i think the news is a great thing you brought up if you're looking at that and it's causing fear I genuinely think it's because you're not mm-hmm. focusing on Christ. Like, what are things that you can change and switch out to help you focus on Him more? If that means don't watch the news mm-hmm. until until you get over that and trust God in those circumstances, then don't watch the news. Mm-hmm. Because for some weird reason, we like to watch the news and it makes us feel good, even though it makes us scared. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know why some for some reason we we like being scared in some weird way i don't know how to explain it at least that's true for me um where for some reason i find mm-hmm. comfort in looking at what's going on in the news 
even though it doesn't bring me comfort. Right. But I, I have like a, I know what's going on in a way. And so I think mm-hmm. like, what if you just didn't, whatever it is, I'm just using the news as an example. What if you just cut that thing out of your life until you were able to just trust God, you know, read the scriptures that tell you that he's in control, mm-hmm. that changed your view of success in life, that, that the views of success is, um, reaching one more person for his kingdom and, and that they would understand his love that they, he has for them and, and that they would grow mm-hmm. in him and trust him in their life. That it's not just, it doesn't just stop at them surrendering their life to Christ that they mm-hmm. grow. And, and when you view it as that, like it just makes you want to go out on the street and just start freaking preaching to people. Mm-hmm. And then you, the news is irrelevant at that point. So like, right. how can you switch your view and what can you take out of your life in order for you to focus on God more? Right. Because that's the most important thing right. that we can do as Christians, whether right. that's placing people in your life, in community to help you do that, or cutting things out of your life in order for you to focus on God. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I do have this fun game I like to play with the news, mm-hmm. and I'd like to take a moment and play this game now. Let's do it. It's a fun game. So I tend to go to foxnews.com and cnn.com and just see if the if we are actually living in the multiverse mm-hmm. uh, where mm-hmm. they have oddly collided and there are two competing realities going at the same time. Yeah. The answer is usually yes, we are, and that's the scary part. So Fox News, the top headline, Follow the dark money. Biden's powerful chief of staff among many admin officials tied to shadowy donors. Mm. Thank you, Fox shadowy News. Shadowy donors. Now, now that seems as if it's a pretty big story. Right. You don't want shadowy donors. Right. Well, or, But, I mean, dark money. <laughs> Obviously, if it's this big of a story, yeah. they would report on it like bipartisan news. Right. CNN. Steel prices have tripled. Now Bank of America is worried. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Huh. Uh, let's just let's add the third contender, NBC News. Let's just see what happens. NBC, NBC News. Uh, FBI still after worst of the worst in Capitol riot. That's the. These are their top headlines. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I got nothing. Like, it's just fun. it's funny to compare them side to side and be like, "Oh, it's a propaganda machine." Yeah. yeah. Sorry for the audio blowout. You just, blow you just out. made them yeah. money, by the way, hmm? by doing that. So great job I, feeding the machine. I actually, <laughs> I like to think I took a little because I read the article. Well, actually, this is coming out day late anyway, so no impact will be had by my doing this. Yeah. I'm going to no, click but, on ads on their site and just cost them money. Just like click, click, click. That actually does cost money if you click on an ad. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it... No, that gets the money. Who does that cost? The product. It costs the product money. Because ads are weird. They're paying for the ads? Yes. So if you click on it a thousand times and like don't buy anything, they're going to be like, well, there's a yeah. lot of engagement on our ad, but we saw no rewards from it. So. Right. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a good point that... Mm. This this world is constantly spewing, doesn't matter what side of politics you're on, it's constantly spewing negative things and a negative view. And, and part, of, part of it's true. I mean, this world isn't going anywhere great. The Bible says so, um, that it is going to die. I found a, th- a fourth world. Sorry, continue. Um, but 
but you know, we we need to realize that mm-hmm. it's basically how many people can we get on this this safety boat until mm-hmm. this well, Titanic sinks. In in I think the point of the the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it is kind of the crux of this part of John mm-hmm. is like yeah. no matter the amount of darkness it may feel darkness doesn't overcome right. at all it, mm-hmm. it may appear dark but it will be fine um carry on power through keep not optimism because i think optimism is just like uh, we know how i feel about positivity youtubers and that's where i put optimism yeah. is in that category yeah but um a hopeful god-centric optimism yeah. because darkness has not prevailed and it's not going to so right and what is darkness chill. i think that you know does that does that mean that you aren't going to lose your job does that mean you're you are going to be financially stable does that mean that you won't die does that mean that you and your family will be safe that doesn't mean that you know mm-hmm. ultimately <laughs> darkness is primarily a spiritual thing and that's what god cares about is your heart mm-hmm. not um your circumstances you know i'm sure that he would love for you to have a relationship with him instead of have an abundant amount of money you know mm-hmm. and in changing your view of what darkness is and what john is talking about now it doesn't mean god doesn't want you you know i think that he he does want you to be um safe and mm-hmm. and he does want to provide for you mm-hmm. for sure but you you need to understand that like it took a while for me to view that as as purely i mean it is primarily spiritual mm-hmm. that the the darkness will not overcome the light you know because i mean a we talked about mm-hmm. it earlier and it's just freaking dope that god mm-hmm. is obviously the light in this scenario mm-hmm. and he is existence yep. <laughs> and so it will not overcome yeah so we want to hear from you guys How where do pivot. you <laughs> where this is not a hard pivot it's a continuing we want to hear from you guys though uh where do you see the 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 impact of christ in the world and darkness not surviving right because uh, i think those are the stories that need to be told more than the others instead of like stuff's looking dark out there uh okay it doesn't matter it doesn't win anyway so we want to yeah. hear from you and there's a couple avenues that you can do that and uh tell us and maybe we'll be able to go through a couple of them on the show first is go to the gospel mm-hmm. slash nobody special form at the bottom of the page you know how forms work do the thing uh the, <laughs> the, three yeah. different options say hi ask for advice no one has take has anyone taken us up in the advice one no hey if you're still listening ask us for advice we are obviously the Experts. wisest of them all yes <laughs> who wants uh, to hear two white guys on a podcast <laughs> give advice you can also a go that's never been done you can also go to <laughs> nobody special podcast on instagram and facebook and if you follow us there, you you can just see what episodes are posting mm-hmm. when we are posting them on YouTube, on podcast platforms. But you can mm-hmm. also DM us or comment and mm-hmm. ask us questions or advice like we just talked about. And and yeah, it's a great way to do that. And also YouTube, mm-hmm. if you want to see our faces, that's a great way to do that. Not sure why, but and all right. You can also subscribe, ring the bell, uh, like, and comment below 
Uh, and that's another great way to reach out to us as well. That was just for you, YouTube viewers. Yeah. You audio that, listeners. That's not the thumbnail. Could probably either. tell what Danny did, but. That's not the thumbnail either. It, it will not be the thumbnail. <laughs> so, well, Caleb, I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation about. Uh, uh, all things new on Netflix hmm. that are actually yes. worth watching. I and have too. Yeah. I need to continue watching it. I am going to power through this bad boy this weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, and the books, which are super dope. So, right. Well, Caleb, I think that's going to do it for us today. So, yes. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. special.